What do I do with my hands? This. This is, I don't. I don't know what you do with your hands. Anyway, welcome everybody to the business podcast where we pour out weekly business lessons week after week after week after week. I'm here with a previous guest. I'm looking for him. Joshua Davison. How are you doing, sir? Good. It's chaotic right now. You're like, this is behind this, you. It's like the setup. Yeah, they're getting ready. They're getting ready for, uh, we don't have a copy of your book. Where's your book? Actually, hold on. Hold on. Uh, I will hold, I'll do double duties. Anyway, uh, I'm Super Joe Pardo for anyone who doesn't know, and uh, I interview awesome people like this gentleman right here, here and go. he has a brand new book. Holy crap, this is big. Uh, <laughs> he has a brand new book, his first book, yeah. uh, The Entrepreneur's Framework. What's the, where's the subtitle? How, how business... How businesses are adapting in the new economy. <laughs> and you know a lot about it. I mean, if you haven't listened to your episode, you should go back and listen to it. And I should have. I was meaning to look up the episode that you were on. It wasn't that long ago. Episode I'll number fill in the blank. Check in the show notes. I'll, I'll link it there. You like edit over it? Below. This like, thing is, I could kill somebody with this thing. That was this, a goal, actually. Yeah, that is. You have to write a book. It has to be a lethal weapon at the same time. That is a lethal weapon for sure right there. So uh, it's available on Amazon. Anywhere yes. else? It's in select bookstores as well. In select bookstores. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. So we're here in Philly. Uh, is, is this considered Fishtown? Or no. Right so time? this is, what is this considered? I'm, this is in North Philly? North Philly. This is North considered Philadelphia. North Philly. And, and uh, we're at Open Space? Is that what it's called? Yeah, so the venue's called Open Space. Ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so uh, I, I, tell us people about your book, and, and then we'll catch up on what's yeah. been going on. So long story short here, the book is actually three years in the making. What happened is back in 2013, 2014, I almost imploded Chop Dog. We kind of talked about it briefly on the podcast. Where Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah like, now you're saying that. Went into a failed startup. Um, Waste every dollar, college dropout, and I want to identify if I'm going to be an entrepreneur for the long term. Is there how do, what's sustainable as an entrepreneur, right? Like, right, right, right? What's right. like the principles? What's like the the in, in essence the framework that you could apply to the longevity of being an entrepreneur? And um, I reverse engineered hundreds of entrepreneurs that I picked their brains that I just crushed it and came up with eight principles, which then I reverse engineered into my own actual plan actually first that helped build Chop Dog to the company it is today and then translates to this book where hopefully everyone else can take the same lessons I learned and apply to my day-to-day entrepreneurial behavior for their bigger picture and can kick some butt. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And, and, it's, and so walk me through, what's the, like the first chapter to the last chapter? So it's actually a book broken into two parts. So it's broken into then um, why and then how. So I use an analogy like basketball. Where it, I know you, you're a big sports yeah, guy. So, if, you, if you weren't watching so the first episode, how many people do you know where they like? If they can make awesome through throws or layups, they think they're ready for the NBA. Most no one, right? Because <laughs> the NBA has so much more complexity to it: the gameship, the competitorship, the actual rules of the game. But in entrepreneurship, if you, a lot of people think, "Oh, I'm good at sales. I can be an entrepreneur." Or, oh, I'm good at managing people. I can be an entrepreneur. It's like mastering a free throw or layup. So <laughs> I, I actually use the first part of the book, which is talking about the new economy. That right now, it's never been easier to build a business. And at the same time, it's never been easier to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that both having the perspective and awareness of how fortunate and lucky we are right now to be able to build a business and how easy. Like, I started Chop Dog with $10, right? Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, we've done millions of revenue since, you know, off of a $10 investment, if you think of it that way, right? But it's also, it's easier to fail, and it's also the talent disparity in entrepreneurship. So that's the first section of the book. Then, then going into how, breaking the eight principles. So the eight principles the book goes into, it starts with self-awareness, 
then empathy, then leadership, then short-term thinking, then long-term thinking, then economics, then operations, then purpose. And I might have skipped leadership, but leadership's in there as well. So those are eight principles in the book. <laughs> I know, look, writing four books <laughs> myself, I know it's hard to remember all it's the things. The order. It's like the order you have to remember how Dude, you put it. Dude, people will start quoting your book to you, and you'll be like, and, did I say that? I don't remember if I said cool that. Thing, and I don't know if it'll show up in camera, but like, the framework's you actually... get it close enough. The cam- it's actually visually... It's like staying out of focus. There we go. There you go. So it's actually visually broken down so you can exercise and actually grade yourself as an entrepreneur. And you can do it daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, oh, whatever wow. you decide. And That's awesome. And really kind of understand, like, how's your own growth? How are you doing on each of the eight principles? So, like, you might identify, I'm really starting to suck a little bit at short-term thinking, but I'm doing too good at long-term. Or, like, I'm not focusing enough on the economic side of my business or I'm putting too much emphasis just on you know, purpose, right? Like, and taking away from other pieces. So the idea is being about a well-rounded entrepreneur and not just a, like, one-dimensional entrepreneur. Again, almost like an athletic perspective in entrepreneurship. Right, right, right. No, I mean, it's, I think it's great that you're talking about the fact that there's so many different hats that we have to be able to wear and so many different key areas that we have to focus on, when, especially when we're just getting started. Yep. Or just, uh, even not, like, you're always just getting started, right? Because you're always trying to expand. You're always trying to get like do different things. And if you really, really are an entrepreneur, not just a manager or a great salesperson or something like that, mm-hmm. then you're always going to be looking for the next big thing that you can expand into, the next thing that you can get great at and yep. that your team can get at, and, and the business will grow from there. Precisely. So I, 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 think that's, I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome what you got going on here. Yeah, All the people. Uh, uh, are, the, are these like friends, the family, employees? Um, so – Half team members, half friends. Um, tonight it's going to be a mix of everyone. Team, friends, That's family, awesome. entrepreneurs, businesses, investors. <laughs> Actually, looks like one of my clients is back there. I'll have to say hi after. So, yeah, it's um, – <laughs> hey, Jason. Hi, Jason. I'm on camera. <laughs> Thanks. Hel- helping out. That's awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. That that is that that means a lot. Like to me, like when you can have uh, your own uh, clients help out at, at, at events and things like that. I think it's great. Yeah, man. It's um, I'm very lucky, honestly. Like it's unbelievable the amount of infrastructure I have, and you know, as part of self awareness is like gratitude. So like entrepreneurship, I think everyone always focuses on the ten percent that is like hectic and crazy and stressful and anxiety ish, but nine percent is great. And you sometimes that ten percent to override that nine percent in your head. But you have to remember that ratio because that's really what matters. Yeah. No, I, and I think it's it's really easy to get caught up in that because it's if I don't have enough money, then I can't pay the bills yeah. and then I'm in trouble. And then difficult. I have to go get a job or do something else. Or, and it's only in some and survivorship. You know, entrepreneurship, yeah. the line of success and failure is so fine between the two that it really takes a lot of time to realize like how it's like a teetering right like that's how it feels <laughs> so what what's um what's one lesson that you've learned since being on the show back in i don't know earlier this year I'm trying to think of the one because there's so many basically um, in 2018 what, what what's one big takeaway that you've gotten to your you know to learn from from your, yourself your business writing a book i think the biggest thing that comes to me i'm trying to figure out the best way to articulate it is that when you have people in certain positions and, and like you want to find just straight a grade a people where you have full trust in them um because the second you get like a b player or a c player or d player that requires like micromanagement or constant reassurance or things like that you kind of set that tone in a culture but if you have like straight up grade a people in every role and capacity so you're like a well-oiled machine and it's um and it's hard you got to be very careful of hiring mixed in with you have to be very patient at the same time because some people are grade a but it requires 
a lot of just patience, training, skill, but you also have to be careful that is it training or is it the person not a right fit, right? At the same time, in patience, which is the more difficult aspect because you don't want to be too patient where it burns you, but you also don't want to be too too quick to rash when reality is a great fit. <laughs> we are still setting up here at the party. <laughs> I don't know um, if you heard all that. So, yeah, um, I think that would probably be the biggest lesson right there. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I was literally just having a conversation with uh, my dad and our manager about A, B, C, and D players and, and how important it is that, you know, the more A's and B's that you can get, not necessarily in talent because they might, like as you said, they might not be the most talented right out of the gate mm-hmm. and they need to be either trained or taught yeah. to, you know, and trained up to that point where yeah. they can be not only an A in their um, go-gettership and their, like, you know, um, team, you know, team meshing ability but an a in their talent as well yeah no it's 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 so difficult because like some people aren't born in the company sense to be an a but they become an a right so it's the hardest thing is like it's your intuition really as an entrepreneur do you genuinely believe that person has it or is their intuition telling you you're being too patient for the sake of really it's the bad move the wrong hire right so you have to kind of Mm. find that balance between the two yeah and so um so in the, in you're still are you how many employees are you up to now? Because I think at the time we're at 25 at the moment. I think you were at like 23. Yeah, we're very cool. Or we 22. Actually, we've when we when you we, were interviewed like earlier this year. We've grown this year. We've retained almost about the same talent size. So it's kind of like a mix of the two. I can't help but look back and be like distracted as everything's <laughs> going on over there. It's so cool. So a uh, question that brought. So did you figure out where where is your uh, event this year? Did you figure out where it was going to be? For, for your like when you bring all your team members together, oh yeah, so because we were talking about this before, so but I wasn't decided. sure it's gonna be during the holidays, so we still haven't figured it out yet. Oh, yeah, so it's because it, instead of the summer, the book got taken away during what would usually be our anniversary. So because of that, instead, the boat got taken away. The, the book, oh, the book, got t- oh, the book kind of took focus over the summer months. So I'm getting it wrapped up. So yeah, the holiday season is when we're gonna do that this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're almost at the holidays. We're I mean, we're basically we, we in are, it. We are. I mean, if you turn on the TV, you're in the holiday December. Be, They're be, fighting yeah. for those dollars December, as we speak. After Thanksgiving. There's a war being fought right now <laughs> in the streets, out that door, uh, for your holiday dollars. Yes. Um, they won't get it. <laughs> has there been I one, got you. Has there been a roadblock that you've had to, to overcome in the last year? That, that, you know, was, really stands out to you as something, um, and that maybe, I don't know if it's the book or, or something about oh, the, the I book mean the, or your business. The book was a major obstacle because I think you and I were talking about at one point where the second draft, once I realized it was terrible, I was like, I'm done with the book. I'm not even going to do it. So there was a couple months there where people were asking me, hey, are you still working on the book? I'm like, no, I'm done. Right? Like, because I was that. You was told that, people you were done. Yeah. I was like, I'm emotionally done. So, wow. So then, yeah. Because then, this is actually when you read it. <laughs> This isn't a third iteration. It's like a third rewrite, the real version that people have in hand. So, like, the book went through a full write once, a full write again, and then full one more write before it leads to what you see here. Jeez, man. And, and you know, it takes a lot of guts to tell someone that you're done with that. Like, usually yeah. I'm just like, well, I shelved it for now. It, I still want to no, do it, see, it's, but it's shelved I, I, I for felt, now. I was so, like, after a second emotionally drained. But, I, it, it, see, I'm not a quitter. So, when I started doing it, I'm like, this feels wrong. And I felt too strongly that I wanted this to be in the market. So it didn't end up getting picked back up. But, yeah, there was a couple months there where if you asked me, Josh, has a book on it, like, I gave up. I really – and I almost in my head almost genuinely believed that when I was saying it. Wow. 
Now, I, I got a question. If I yeah. were to ask your team members, do they feel like the book took too much of your time away from them? And, and, it depends and on their... which team member. So oh, boy. I don't think in design development they would think that way from a client perspective. I think from marketing, they'll argue that they took away from chop dog marketing for book marketing. So I think it depends on who on the team you ask, what their role is, yes or no. Well, that I mean, that and that happens, right? Because yeah. you only have so many, so much time, and so much money, and you got to pull it from somewhere, right? Yeah, precisely. So, so I, I totally get what you're what you're saying. It happens, um, and I appreciate your honesty, yeah. Because because that's a very real thing that I've tried to explain to some people, and they just like, well, we just do more, and it's like, yeah, but like literally, it, was, it wasn't. So much I mean, time. The, the cool thing about the book, and I have been very public about it, is the book does actually work towards company marketing, which people don't think about but it's true yeah because if it grows the personal brand i'm getting well, it's got the colors well it, that i mean it's, <laughs> this is my color scheme right like it's part of my dna but like the way i look at it here is that if i'm doing this right it's going to put a personal brand no matter what which is going to get me in front of more people who are end up going to probably be customers of chop dog anyway so but it does shift gears a little bit because you're instead you're focusing on tangible roi in a business sense you're thinking more of a strategic long-term move that's a little bit less direct to monitor Right, 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 right. Now, um, before we wrap up, yeah. can you plug all your stuff and, and the book and Chop so, Dog and how people can get in touch with you? This is a book event. I should start with the book. The book is called, and get it in focus. I got to get out of frame for this. To um, There we go. There we go. It's the Entrepreneur's Framework. And you can go to entrepreneursframework.com um, or you just look at the hashtag, the Entrepreneur's Framework. The website's chopdog, C-H-O-P-D-A-W-G.com. Um, and... Yeah, um, it's easy. And then social media, I'm just Das Joshua and everything. D-A-S, Joshua. Joshua, thank you so much for taking the time it, to, to be a guest again in one year. <laughs> congratulations on the book. Congratulations on this. This looks awesome. I know there was like 100 people, literally like 100, over 100 people that uh, registered to be here at yeah, this event coming. And it's I, starting I'm, in about five minutes. So I, I, I got to clean up this <laughs> so, stuff yeah, and, and, and get everything <laughs> get it all wrapped up here uh is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before i wrap up the show find your purpose so I, i'm a big believer that it's not about finding passion but passion acts as like a compass to your purpose because passion is very fleeting i think a lot of people find a passion and then passions can kind of become dormant you find something new i mean think about how many things in your life that you're really into that maybe you're still into but not as much or enthusiastically because things prior to change your life djing yes yeah, so, but i love it but, but <laughs> i'm not purpose, doing it all the time purpose priorities can't even shift purpose right so you need to identify where purpose is so it's one of the biggest things that kind of hit in the book and it's the very last chapter of the book for a reason oh wow yeah i'm surprised uh, usually i would think that would be the first thing in the, no, in so the, the book. first is self-awareness because if you're not self-aware it really doesn't matter or anything else what's in the your book. Yeah. yeah precisely because like if you're not self-aware how are you gonna find purpose that's a very good point very it, good it, point it does have a layout on purpose in the book <laughs> that would spent a little bit of time on that <laughs> well thank you again so much joshua thank i you, really man. appreciate it being here on the business podcast uh if you uh if you are looking to grow your business in 2019 uh I'm sponsoring this episode. So, so for me, uh, I am putting together a mastermind group, my first ever mastermind group for businesses that are looking to grow in 2019. And we're getting started very soon here. So if you want to find out more, go to superjoeparter.com slash level up. It's, uh, it's three months long, and there's a lot of interesting people that are already getting involved. So I'm super excited to bring those people together and do a live event down at Ocean's Resort at the end of said mastermind. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Josh, thank you again thank so you. much. Appreciate it, man. Congratulations. 
Congratulations. All, all the best. Take care. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.